Hello again, everyone. Welcome to an episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast for viewing games in the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three new perspectives from varying skill range. I am the leader of this nation, Andrew. With me, though, I forgot what Keith was already. <laughs> Oh, the oh. one who would definitely suffer from yeah, a coup. Yeah, the one who would definitely suffer That's from a coup. Me. Thank you, Keith. <laughs> Hello. I might have to coup you on this podcast. <laughs> and with us, the one who never got her civilization out of the Dark Ages, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, me and Keith decided we wanted to take Liz on a journey. Not through a journey <laughs> of human history, but of me and Keith's childhood history. So we decided to pick Civilization Six. By Firaxis Games and Aspire Games. Civilization VI is a turn-based strategy game where you are leading a nation, depending what nation you pick, from the beginning to the nomadic age, all the way up to the information in the atomic era, and try to survive and try to either win in various ways. Civilization VI is essentially a board game. But Liz, <laughs> how did you think of this journey throughout you know, human history? I've been saying that I need a game that I don't like so that I can do other things. And you brought that to me on a silver platter. So, like, I I feel the same way I did about Age of Empires, where I just didn't want to play it. And it's funny because it's like, I like management games. I like building games. I think I prefer Age of Empires more than this. I don't like the turn-based aspect where just, like, I just wanted to do what I want to do. And not have to worry about things taking eons and like, I, you know what, I just, it wasn't for me. And I think, I don't think it's a bad game by any means. But I also think it's funny that I was like, I need a game that I can, you know, just play like a limited amount of time and be done with it. Because it stresses me out <laughs> when I don't like a game. Where I'm like, okay, if I put an hour on this day, an hour on this day, and like do it like that, and then but I don't want to play it. <laughs> so then they get stressed that I'm not gonna play enough before we record. And I did, but it just it just adds, did enough. It add no, I did half an hour more. <laughs> it adds stress to yes. my life. And um so I I didn't factor in that. But yeah, it is that's a, a a very long-winded way of saying it. it's a pass for me. <laughs> Keith, how about you? So here's the funny thing: civilization. That is funny. It's not a game. <laughs> it's not a game for me. What? You did not like this? No, no, no. Well, no, no, uh, no, no. You need no, to. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. Civilization is not a game for me. I am not a management game person. Generally, not a strategy person. I just don't do well with these. My gosh, I love Civilization, and I love it so much, and I'm so glad it's on Xbox now. I, I think, obviously, there's a lot of the nostalgia back to Civilization 2, which was probably the last Civilization I also played, but I I could not have played more of this game, and, or I wanted to play so much more of this game. Um, I, I, did, I never got through a full round of, of 500 turns or whatever. I'm still in the middle of a game. And I think I'm probably somewhere at like 10 or 12 hours. I'm very confused. Wait, was it a pass or a game? No, it is. But so Civilization is a game for me. Oh, okay. Civilization is a, it, the, the genre that it lives in and what it is as a game. When you look at it, you wouldn't go, hey, that's a game Keith's going to love. Yeah. But I do. I This is a, it's hard to say definite game because there is something about it that's so hyper specific. And it can be really hard to get into. But it is a definite game for me. 
So, Keith, me and you were having this debate earlier. Um, oh, you know what? Real quick, I- I'm a game. I'm just going to say that. I've, I love Civilization. Big time fan of it. And it being on console, this is awesome. But, uh, yeah, I want to get into this, Keith. So, me and you, we grew up on Civilization. You are so sure that we played Civilization 2. I'm pretty sure we did not play until Civilization 3. The very first Civilization, I know, is like incredibly hard to find. Like Even at the time well, when it came out, it was hard to find. So here's the thing is I, I I may have had a pirated version. These were of Civilization Two. Civilization Two, yes. I'm pretty sure was a DOS game, and there's very no, few DOS games I played. The only DOS game I ever remember really playing is Warcraft. I I think you're thinking of Civilization One. I'm looking it up right now, and it says I'm looking at Civilization Two. Uh, no, okay, I guess it's a Gold C-Rom. Edition. This this is this is absolutely the game that I played. I, I know for a hundred percent of a fact, and I'm and I'm certain that I gave it to you too because it's it I had it I don't know Napster LimeWire wherever the heck I downloaded it from but I downloaded it with the Gold Edition. It you know what? Yeah, you're right. Hundreds I'll, of I'll picks. actually concede to this now that you said Gold Edition because I remember there was specifically one of it was Gold Edition. And now looking and, at and it, you, you very well may be right that it's hard to find, and like you can't come by it. Well, anymore. the first one you can't. The first one is I. I remember okay. even at the time when the second one came out, I remember me and my brother were going like, "Oh, where's Civilization One? I? I never heard of this game." And we tried looking for it, and it was like incredibly hard to find. But looking at it, no, okay, yeah, I think we played Civilization Two Gold Edition because I, I remember like seeing the pictures, like, like these random skulls that drop on the ground. I think that's where like a battle was fought, and it's like, oh, I oh, remember yeah. those. I remember those really stupid looking skulls. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, Civilization is just, I have such fond memories of this game. There's, there's a few games that shaped my childhood. You know, I had Mario. Sonic was a huge, huge factor. Warcraft was a huge factor in Starcraft. But then Civilization as well. These, these are the couple games that I remember vividly playing way too much as a kid. And so with Civilization VI, it's quite different now. So obviously, normally we break down the story. There, there isn't much. There obviously isn't much of a story for this. It's, it's the story of human history, in told in a very inaccurate way. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Age of Empires. I mean, loosely more with the with the lore, I guess, of of Earth. Yeah, well, Age um, of Empires, you know, Earth canon. Yeah, and all Age that. of Empires is a little more. I think you can call it Earth canon, as if it's like the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's 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 real history. That's canon. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer called history class. It's canon class. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, civilization kind of tells the story of loosely, yeah, we're saying of like human history, going through various technology stages, writing, poetry, pottery, the wheel, various Bronze Age, what have you, you know, to discovering landmarks. But obviously, it's a game. So you could be the Persian Empire and build the, you know, Great Library or the Hanging Gardens, like one of the Seven Wonders. But you can also be the Americans and you can build that and you can be the Americans yeah. starting in 4000 yeah. BC. <laughs> so again, some of it very, very loose, loose canon. Um, but, I, but it's Yeah, because I actually remember being at a young age. I swear, I learned more from video games than I learned from school. Granted, I, I grew up at very pretty awful schools. But uh, 
I like with civilization here, like learning through the various ages and technologies, I actually remembered and retained a lot of this when it came to history. Do you and wish that there was more accurate history in it? Do you, do you no. wish it was more? Okay. Because then it would be a very fun game. As Keith said, you're the, you're, you can play as America in 4000 BC, but it's like, if you, you're like, oh, you're America, you can only play. Crap, I forget what it was. America found it was like. Wow, great job. Uh, ah, that's right. Well, no, that's what no, it's found. Yeah, but yeah, we showed it before that. Embarrassing. Uh, people showed it. There's people. Anyways, d- no, it doesn't need to be more. I do think there could be parts where, like, it could be a little bit more. Like, maybe they restrict certain things in terms of being built more to the cultures that they're tied to. But that said, I don't care that I'm the Americans and I'm building the Hanging Gardens. It like. That's not why I'm playing Civilization, but there's but in some ways I think that's what's cool and, and we can get into it is that they have the normal gameplay which is a little bit sandboxy strategy and then they have a whole bunch of scenarios too yeah. which the units change which is, the storylines change and I think those are a lot more historically accurate if I were yes, to guess. Yes, they are those because I was I didn't play any of them but I was looking through them but it's like yeah play as Alexander the Great and try to like bring his nation up. Like, so they are elements that can be more historically accurate because you are doing certain phrases of time working at certain civilizations. Gotcha. Is, yeah, which is pretty cool. Which, you know, I'm guessing you never dabbled in, Liz. I did not. You know, I didn't <laughs> even finish my first game. <laughs> Listen, it was it was a struggle. <laughs> um. Oh, but I guess for people who have not heard of Civilization and quite understand what the gameplay is, uh, I gave just a loose description of how the game plays. It's it's a, it's a top-down turn-based strategy game. You're mostly just controlling units and seeing the world in a top-down view of a grand scale. You are clicking on your cities and just managing your cities a little bit of like what they're building and managing stuff like that way. You know, improving the tiles around your cities doing diplomacy with other nations, going to war with them, creating some military units, trying to take over their cities if you're at a war. It's it's very much a kind of macro management of a entire civilization. In but, all fairness, though, and I, I looked online. There are people who agree with me. The tutorial is hot garbage. Yeah. And so is- for me, like going into it, because like you weren't home when I started playing it, I went through like the beginning of the tutorial twice. And I don't even know how long the tutorial is. It, it it did not work for me. And then you have to... I didn't see this appear anywhere on my screen. Andrew said it did, and I believe him. But Aww. it should be standard that, like, that there are, is writing and labels on things when you are starting out a game and you're doing tutorials. Like, it told me to build a farm, and I was like, that doesn't look like a farm. Do I click it? Like, even stuff like that, I just... It did not make sense to me. And so, for me, I also... I want to point out, too, that I don't think that going into a game and people are rude to you. So, like, I'm the playing. AI. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, was, I was just going to say, I'm playing against the game. <laughs> and I think that, like, it's, you know, people go to those restaurants. I, I don't know if it's like a U.S. thing, if they have them in other countries. But there there's a, a chain of restaurants that they are rude to you when you go in. Like, you, it, that is like the <laughs> shtick. You've never heard of that? Yeah, uh, Dick's Last Resort. Oh, no, there's one. I think it's something to do with Karen's or something. Oh, I've heard of that one, too. Yeah, no, there's... It, I mean, at least there's two of them that 
that I can think of. But yeah, that's that's apparently a thing we like to do here in America. Well, so like, <laughs> no, you, yeah, they're, so okay. they are they're rude to you, and I guess some of the like the the chains are different. Uh, the reason why I'm thinking of this is there was just an article about how one of them did not pass any safety or health standards <laughs> but anyways <laughs> so no but when you go like, i would not choose to go to a restaurant and have somebody be rude to me and some of them actually make fun of things like weight or like age things like that and some of them are more tame but i went into this game and i tell you there was someone who was really rude to me ai wise and i was just like i just oh i i they made the game not fun <laughs> And he was because the computer. That's my was favorite. I I like when they come at me. I do too. No, because because I always go in pretty nice and I try to be diplomatic. Yep. But when they're like, "Hey, you're a jerk," and I did nothing wrong, I'm like, "All right, well, gloves are off then." No, salad. So there is one. Get me the dressing. There was one that they were um, creating uh, a, a, like a big area in the bottom, and I was at the very top. And he just randomly built a city near me very far away is very specific and he was like you can't build this close to me and i was like excuse me <laughs> like are you like he's playing games i wasn't about it and then the i think it was spain that was just like uh not about me because i didn't have the same religion as him and i was just like listen i'm trying to be friendly but i'm about to be like really not nice <laughs> Like everyone was like just, and I ended up having like all smiles except for one. Yeah, Macedonia, the guy who built close to you. Yes, uh, you were trying way no, too hard. No, but you, you got to make a few enemies in this I, game. You got to crack a few eggs to make. I tell you, that guy though, I wanted to slap the spark right out of him. I was not, he was so rude to me, telling me that like I couldn't live there, and he moved himself right there. <laughs> In the middle of my two cities, when he was all the way at the bottom, I got me sassy, and I honestly I didn't want to play. I, I love this. This was like even you talking about it. These were the moments I could even watch you playing that you were enjoying this game, and I was like, Liz, calm down, don't enjoy this game too much, because your face was <laughs> you like, know, Ooh, I'm gonna get there you. There were times I like that I didn't like the board game aspect. I didn't like the fact that I had to like wait turns and be, like, for instance, like I I would get a settler and build a new area. And things were like 36 turns. And it's just like, I understand I have to build around there, but it's just like the cities can help each other out. Like, I don't, I didn't like that. I didn't like the, the, the turn aspect. See, that's what, that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. But, but it, I, I also like listening to you describe your interactions with the computer because <laughs> it's almost a hundred percent different than the way I play it. And I feel like probably Andrew too. Because every single time that they would complain about me building too close, I'd just be like, oh, oops, sorry. And then, like, I don't know, you wait 20 turns and you just build again. And then they'll come at you and be like, hey, you're too close. You're like, tee sorry. (laughs) And then I'd surround them with, like, 10 troops and they'd be like, hey... It seems like you're getting kind of close. I'm like, no, no, no. They're just passing through. And then I'd fortify them. Well, hold on, Keith. Okay, I don't know if you noticed this. Anytime, so as me and Keith have said, we've been playing Civilization since Civilization 2. A very common strategy is, hey, buddy, let's do open borders. They say, sure. And you move all your entire armies into their border, surround their cities, and then you go to war and instantly take out all their cities. Did you notice, Keith? The computer does that now. I didn't have them do they it to me, but twice. I also... They did twice, civilizations. And I'm like, See, but I, I also never tried it on them. I I did with one, but that's one I was already, like, itching to go to war with. 
Um, I was, I had buddied up with the Americans and the Egyptians and the Arabians had kind of sided. So I, I kind of just started slowly building some units around some Arabian cities. And then I went, Hey, Teddy, you want to go to war, bud? <laughs> and he went, heck yeah, I do. <laughs> just, just bombing through with thanks. It was so great. I like that you guys went the route of not being honest. Because when this guy came at me. No, we were diplomatic. No, because you just said like, oops, sorry. When this guy came at me about me. Yeah, I didn't realize he was too close. No, but when me, like when I was there and he, like I had been there for a long time and he just decided to come up on me. Yeah, it was your and starting And he said. Area. What? It was your starting area. Like, yes, and he was like, oh, you're getting too close to whatever. I was just like, my people will live where they please. I think that was like a, the gist of what I was going to yeah. say. And he was, the, I'm mad that I didn't make a promise to him, which is, is better than breaking a promise, I'll tell you. Yeah, but I didn't like true. that there weren't options. Like, listen, jerk, I was here first. <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> so for me, like, I didn't like the options. Hold on, hold on. Where hold on. the game... So the girl here... Who always feels so bad at being rude to NPCs? You wanted an option that was like extra rude. Excuse me. First of all, it's not rude. Okay. <laughs> if I'm standing here in the middle of this room and someone gets like an inch from my face and, and says, get out of my area, it is not rude to say, B word, I was here first. <laughs> you better back away. That is not rude. Okay. They came at me. Thank you for editing yourself. You're welcome. You didn't have oh, to so believe. <laughs> but for me, like, that's not rude. He was coming up in my area. So that's where just, like, give me the option to be like, you're being stupid. <laughs> you live all the way down there, and then you just randomly start uh, a city where I live? Like, you're not, if you're going to be rude, you're not welcome. All right, but this is also a funny point, another funny point I want to bring up. So as Liz was kind of preparing for this episode... I'm like, Liz, do you want a free achievement? I was like, don't you want to fight Gray? Because this guy is up in your business. And Liz was like, no, no, no. I'm like, you are never going to play this game again. You did not care for it. You're not going to play it. I was like, it's a free achievement. Liz's like, no, I don't want to start a war. I don't want to start a war. And I'm just like, just this guy's a jerk. Take him out. No, I want to put him in his place. I don't yeah. want to kill his people. Like, there's a well, difference. You can't. Sorry, Liz, you can't physically kill Alex the Great. What happens when two armies collide? The people die, yes. Yes. What I'm saying is like, I want to... But the people are stupid for following them. I want to be able to verbally stand up for myself. I don't need to start a war. I need to... You wish this game had argument battles? No, I need to expand my territory (laughs) and... Yeah, do you know what? (laughs) (laughs) That's even better when you're playing online. You have to actually rap rap battle someone live. (laughs) As as like Teddy Roosevelt versus Cleopatra. <laughs> I just immediately started thinking of scenes from Eight Mile. That is a YouTube channel, the historic. Yeah, oh yeah, the historic rap battles. Forget about those. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so maybe we'll add that in Civilization Seven. Rap battles for Liz. I I love that because I would dominate. I had so many things I wanted to say that. <laughs> I also think it's interesting too that like he so he was positioned right where I wanted to go. And so the open borders thing, he was like, I want so much money. I think it's interesting that you can't just do even for even, even if you have a you smiley can. face. No, it you didn't wait for me like, to finish, oh, even sorry. if I had a smiley face. Like, so for me, like, if I'm friendly with someone, it's just like, yeah, whatever. In real life, it's just like, 
you know, so for me, it's just like they're getting along. It was, do you know what? It was the guy that didn't like that I wasn't Catholic. That's what it was. Um, which I thought was interesting because I don't, did I get an option? Andrew, you saw this. No. Did I get an option for, <laughs> for I just, I didn't nope, know a specific religion? No. Did yeah, you really know question. it? No, you didn't. I did. You, you I, just like you say sort no of to do. me. You, okay, you do. If you can form a great prophet, you can create your own religion. You never did that. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I, say, I was going to say, because you can. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that like they start with um, Catholicism, Judaism, and other areas, but yeah. they don't do that with you. So I just thought that was interesting. If, if a, But they don't really matter, do they? Like, or, or are there certain skills? Because I felt like I could get any like anything from any religion are you yeah. asking if different religions have different skills there's there's perks <laughs> there's perks depending perks. on ones um if an ai is creating the religion it's it's one of the generics buddhism Zaya, uh taoism you know christianity you know the very the religions that are kind of going on now hinduism yeah, i think there's like four or whatever that they go with no there's more than that but anyways yeah uh but if you is create it? a religion oh. you can customize it so i always called my religion uh game pass grab bag you know spread the spread the word nice. of game pass grab bag uh <laughs> but it also lets you pick like the perks of like what you know people who follow this religion what does it do do you get extra production from quarries stuff like that you know you get to, there's a big old list of what you can kind of do and then you can obviously spread it that way so yeah, you never created a great profit list, so you were never able to create one. You you were able to cre- like slightly adjust how your people who are religious work. So, so you I just built temples, faith. but I didn't have an actual religion. Yeah, thing. well, you probably holy did. sites. Somebody might have sent you a religion. You might have not noticed. Probably because whenever you trade <laughs> with people, it naturally spreads religion that way. As it, as Which, it does. Okay, I didn't quite notice That's that. another thing with like the trade routes and stuff. It was very confusing where it's well, just like, do you want to do a new trade route? And then, so I did open borders with, I believe it was Spain, but there was no perks. It's actually less profitable to, um, to do trade with other nations or empires. And I thought that was interesting. I, I felt like it should have been the other way around because like, for instance, like why not have an air, like... An area where, like, for instance, I, there was jade where I was and rice and different things. Other areas had, like, had like more desert, more whatever. Why not have it so that you're importing cooler stuff, like, you different can. stuff? Not cooler stuff, different stuff. Uh, <laughs> cooler stuff. No, but, like, it, it was actually less profitable to, to actually trade with other nations. Those I- resources you were getting are more of a diplomatic, like, foothold for you. Like, uh... uh like a trump card you can have. But if you're losing a lot more... So, for instance, there's like four different things with trade that you can gain. And so if I did it within my own area, I got all four and more in each category. But with Spain, I got less in two categories and the other two categories were blank. So for me, it's just like there was no real reason because I could make him happy by giving him donations and stuff. So I didn't really understand the perks of trade. Well, there's, there's a couple because you can, I mean, for one, your traders are creating roads. So if inevitably you do want to go to war with them, it sounds like you didn't want to go to war with anybody. But should you choose to, it made it easier to traverse through areas because yep. so, you just had roads automatically built. Um, but, I mean, otherwise it, I don't know, I guess it was just more efficient, really. And, and like Andrew said, there's 
a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that I don't not even behind the scenes because it tells you how to do all yeah. of it. It's it's kind of one of the things that it's sort of weird because it's one of the reasons I it wouldn't normally be the type of gameplay I would like, but there are so many layers and elements to this game that it is so confusing. Yeah. But I think what I do like about it is you can still play even semi-successfully, at least against the AI, without knowing how to completely control all of that. Like, you you definitely are going to improve your gameplay. It's like Age of Empires. It's the type of game that you like. You can feel where you need to get better. You can see where you need to improve. But it's it's just it's so much. But it's so fascinating to me. And I get in, in, into all of it. Yeah. So, Liz, the, the resources you're talking about are uh, luxury resources. Those are more meant for the diplomatic when you're talking to people. You can say, hey, like, go to war with me and I'll give you my jade. When you're sending those trade cards, they're not trading jade. They're not doing that. Yeah. Which I don't understand. Like, for me, like, yeah. I don't understand, like, why that would be. Because the trade, it's all about getting resources that you don't have. Yeah. So I want to rewind a little bit back here. Because um, I, I, this is the big important part why I wanted you to play this game. Because like I said, Miki has been playing since Civilization 2. Uh, Keith, did you play the tutorial at all? I did, actually. Oh. I still played that because I wanted to see kind of what changed. Okay. Well, it's funny because you keep you say through. I played Civilization 2, and then I never played Civilization again until Civilization 6. Oh, I you missed 5? Five was my favorite because th- Leonard Nimoy was the voice actor. Oh, I, I think Leonard I Nimoy. touched three or four. I I definitely played one of them in between, but honestly, I it's probably been ten years since I've touched a Civilization game, at least if not more. Uh you also played Alpha Centauri, did you not? Oh, that is Alpha true. Centauri. I did play Alpha oh, Centauri. That was another that one. one that was great. Why don't they make that another Alpha awesome. Centauri? That's my Gosh, biggest. Praxis, are you listening to this? Probably not. But if you make are, Alpha Centauri. Make Alpha Centauri. Uh, but anyway, uh, but I do want to go back. So, as Liz, as a noob, you kind of touched over it a little bit. You hated the tutorial. Out of one out of ten, what would you give the tutorial? So it's hard because, like I said, I didn't know. I didn't see it pop up that if you hit a certain button, it would have words, and that would have made it. What, like, what do you mean by that? So, like for instance, so if you are building a farm, it just gives you a picture of a house. And so it, it would show you, it would also show you like... So, oh, the tooltip is what you're looking at. Yeah, like, okay. but it would show you like what to hit. And I wasn't sure if it would immediately pop up for me, if it wouldn't. It was it was very unclear. And same with like later on in the game with like science and military. Like when I was building stuff, I wasn't sure like how many points I was getting for... So there's like a leaderboard kind of thing where like yep. you're leading in science, you're leading in military. Obviously, you know, if you're, like you're going to military because it's like, oh, like barracks and stuff like that. But there are a lot of times where I was just like, I don't know what this would go towards. And so for me, like I was leading in science, but like I understood like I had libraries and stuff like that. But besides that, I wasn't sure like what the points would go to. Honestly, like I it would be very low for me because I felt like it was very unclear about like because I didn't even finish the tutorial. You came in after I had been through the tutorial, um, the first part of the tutorial twice, and I was just like, "This is just nonsense." And then you showed me, "Hey, you can turn on script. You can turn." So for me, like I think it's a, not good. I if the very beginning, it should have told me like in writing, like how to navigate, and same with like Age of Empire. 
I knew how to get like all the military or like how to get to different areas of like like controlling things. It didn't even really tell me that. So with clarity, honestly, a generous two out of 10. I was very lost. And I mean, like I understood kind of what was happening, but I knew that it probably wouldn't translate well to me playing the game. So you have like the science icon and stuff and it's just like, but like, what do I do when I play the game? What does that mean? So I, I did not like it. I need things like written out for me very specifically. <laughs> I don't fall like it's weird. There's some people who are visual learners, which I feel like was more like it was going for. And I'm more like, no, you need to tell me like I'm an idiot. And it did not tell me like I was an idiot. <laughs> okay. What about you, Keith? At a scale of one to 10, what did you think of the tutorial? Uh, so I can... I can see where Liz is coming from. I have, I have, I guess I have one question. I feel like maybe you, you fixed this or looked at it because there's the advisor, which you can keep on even outside of the tutorial, and you have the options for new to civilization or new to this civilization. Yep. So I actually turned on the new to this civilization because I figured, hey, there's going to be elements I'm not aware of, control things. Overall, I guess though. I, I think personally for me, it was it was perfect because I have the prior experience with yeah. it, though. And that's, I think, the only reason. If I were brand new to this game, though, I would be 100% in Liz's boat. It's not great. It's, it's very much, even with the, I think, with the new to Civilization or none, it just kind of assumes you just know how to do things. And honestly, Civilization is best played on a PC, I think, or at least mouse and keyboard. I don't know if you can do that. I liked, I this. liked this controller aspect, but I, I, I do did. agree with you. I did. I, yeah, I, I learned to like it. It took me probably a good hour or two of gameplay before I felt comfortable with it. And there was a lot of times I was like, wait, what do I do? How do I do this? Um, Actually, I think I tried to skip the tutorial, if I'm honest, and I went back and played it because I was having trouble figuring out what the buttons were now that I think about it. So again, it did work, and it was just enough for what I needed, but I, I can absolutely see where it wouldn't be enough if you had no idea what was going on with this game. Uh, and then, as for me, I've played, like I said, since 2, I've been playing all the civilizations. I skipped the tutorial because I was like, I know civilization, I've been playing it you know, since I was a kid. So I'm just going to go right into it. So for me, I did go back and play the tutorial. And as Keith said, you could press pause, go to options. And the advisor is how you get tool tips. You could play a game with, you know, and it tells you, yeah, if you want to play new to civilization, new to civilization six, or you know what you're doing, you can kind of adjust it that way. I thought the tutorial was fine. My biggest, here's my pro tip, because it took me a while to figure this out. That normally, as Keith said, when you're playing on a PC, you can kind of mouse over things and after a while it gives you information. Hey, this is grassland. It'll give you this and that. Here's a building. It will it does this and that. On the Xbox, it wasn't doing it. And I was like, I don't know what any of these icons are. If you hit the back button or whatever the back button called, I think it's called tiles. I always call it the back button because I've been playing since the 360. But that activates tooltips. So when you put your cursor over a land resource or character's movement, or you can actually cycle through your character's playing card. It tells you things. And it's just like, why is this not default? It should be default that the tool tips are activated where you can see things and get this kind of information. But uh, if you've played other civilizations, I jumped right into this and I, for the most part, got majority of it. The only big factors, builders have changed 
pretty drastically. And as Keith said, traders also changed drastically. Before builders built the road, now it's the traders that build the road, but connecting the cities between each other. Uh, builders are no longer automated. You have to actually personally build the tiles of what they're doing. But I, I thought the changes for Civilization VI, I overall, I think I liked it. It, it made things kind of simple. It, it felt more like a board game playing this game than other previous Civilizations, which is you know can be a pro or a negative to some people. But to me, I felt like I was kind of playing like Settlers of Catan kind of thing. Which, I just like, like, knew what I was doing. Because it's like a board game... I mean, I I played alone. You, there's multiplayer, right? Yeah. So for me, like, I kind of wish that I was playing with someone because for me, like, playing by myself, it just wasn't as fun. Like, oh, you say, you tell me you want to play. Well, with no, me. because I mostly played with when you were working. Yeah. Because uh, our schedules are opposite some weeks and other weeks we actually could play together. I feel like when it comes to multiplayer games, we never plan it right. Where we can actually play together. You just wanted to play with me so you could verbally rap battle me and assault me, right? Uh, yes, so we, exactly. We do diplomatic Wait, relations. So is it always like versus kind of thing or like... No. Well, it plays like this game. We could be versus. We could be allies. I feel like... If you piss me off, I could be your enemy. <laughs> Whoa. See, something that you told me, which was um, great, was like to go for science. Because you made the point of like, well, do you know what? If someone's doing bow and arrows and you have a gun, like, or like if you have yeah. a spear and somebody has a gun, it makes sense that you would want advanced technology. Yep. Um, so, I mean, if you did play against me, you, you gave me that tip from the beginning. So, I mean, I really wonder how we would have fared. <laughs> yeah. And as Liz said, there's multiple ways now to win the game. The goal is to complete one sort of task. There's science victory, which, you know, you get your civilization up to a certain point when you get to the space race. If you're the first to colonize Mars, you win the game. There's domination victory. If you own every other civilization's capital, you win the game. There's a religion victory where if you can convert every uh, civilization to your religion, you win the game. There's a culture victory. If you can attract the most amount of people to your civilization, you win the game. So there's like these different aspects you can do. But for my complaint about the different victories, they're hard to do besides science. Science or domination are like, even if you're not trying to win with science or domination, you're still working between like towards science and domination. And that's something that kind of irritates me because like, I still feel like this game still kind of pigeonholes you to, Hey, yeah, you gotta, you gotta win by the space race. Because I was trying to play a quick game, speeding through civilizations, and I, I was I was trying to go for the tourism, the cultural domination, where I attract the most amount of people to my civilization. But it was just like, everyone is still researching things, you're still researching things, you still get to the end game, you still can build the space race, so it's just, I felt like it was difficult to kind of win any other way besides the space race. Yeah, I think I was like 380 some odd turns in. Maybe, um, I don't know. The Americans were, were working on, I think, going to the moon, if I recall. Do you know if you were playing like default speed? I think so. Yeah, I think I just did quick quick start or whatever. So it just randomly picked my my uh, culture. Because it tells uh, you in the top right how many turns are in the game before like the game yeah. tally score. Yeah, I was at like three eighty out of five hundred. I okay. think. Jeez, um, you're already going to the moon. Something like that, yeah. They weren't quite on it. They were just starting to build it, I think, is like what my traders were telling me. But I, I 
from what I recall, like, I don't know, the, from going back to my Civilization 2 days, I remember dominating the computer so much more with military. Yeah. Like, I feel like, and it makes sense because we're now, what, four, game, four generations later, five generations later, whatever it is, and there's just so many more elements that if you don't build your city quite right, if you don't put your city improvements and this this is one of my favorite changes to civilization six that i'm sure has probably come along before civilization six but it's the way you use builders i never did any of that like i just kind of went okay here you know plot my city where there's a bunch of resources it'll grow i'll just start pumping out military units and then i'll just go destroy everyone this is so much more tactical and like you just need to like really pay attention to placement on everything you're doing because you can so quickly be like i'm going to place this here because it's going to add 50 percent production to everything i do but oh crap you just got rid of the best farm plot that you had and now your city is so underfed that you can't do anything it's there's just so many things going on and i and i love it like it's it's so many more things to consider and plan and that's where i'm and it's hard i'm like Two, at one, it was probably about 250 turns, and I was like, I screwed this up so early on. Like, I think I'm going to play 500 rounds if it gets there, and I'm going to lose at the end of it. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, you, you make a good point, Keith. Like, a lot of Civilization games, you played, you had a lot of gameplay at the beginning of the game. We were founding cities, kind of starting to build some roads, get some early technologies. But the middle of the game was mostly automated. I was usually just like, my builders are automated, my explorers are automated. I'm just waiting to get a certain technology to where like my military is decent enough. And then late game is where you did a lot of gameplay. With Civilization VI, I did feel like I was constantly managing things and actually playing the game. Because yeah, like I said, a lot of times it was just automated. So this game forced you to kind of make more decisions, as you said, of like how you were planning your tiles out. Because like before in previous Civilizations, if you built a wonder... You could you could have one city that had like twenty wonders in it. Not in this game because a wonder takes up a tile near your city. So there's limited tiles around your city, and it's just like, do I want to sacrifice this plot of land to try to build this wonder and get the benefits from this wonder? So there's a lot more strategy in Civilization Six that I greatly enjoyed. See, what I hated with the game is the turns that you just hit X. Like there wasn't anything to do. And so it felt yeah. like I just was neglecting. And I, I know that's just like me and like just being weird but for me like i always wanted to be doing something and that kind of bothered me well that was one thing i actually did like that i think also took me maybe about 200 rounds or so before i actually noticed what it was doing and why it was important so i don't want to say it a hot say a hot tip but pay attention to the, the y button <laughs> yes yeah mild tip uh not quite spicy, but there's there's a little thing that pops up above the the X in it's a it's a like a hot action uh, menu or whatever where you hit Y and it's like hey this city needs this something's happening here and it, and if you hit A it will jump you to the location that you need oh. to so maybe that's the hot tip is don't immediately hit X on those things hit A and it will bring you to the city or location that you need to focus on because that took me a while and it. Uh- I don't remember it telling me anywhere. Oh, I figured out what you're saying. Uh, why does notifications? Between each turn, yeah, there's so notifications. Yeah, and it brings up the notifications. 
Well, so I mostly ignored the notifications to start oh, I did with, too. but then I, then I also started clearing them out. There, you kind of get to a point where you figure out what is and isn't important, so you don't have to pay a ton of attention to them. But it does make it a lot easier if it's like, hey, this city needs this, and you're like, okay, I can fix that real quick. Hit A, and it just brings you right there. So maybe that's the hot tip, but also pay attention to them at least early on because y- you might catch some things that that will help you help you along, I yeah. guess. See, I didn't know any of that. Like, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about, to be honest. But I know, like, <laughs> so when I was playing, there was an instance where I stopped the game and I went back to it. And I would sent a trader somewhere, and when I booted it back up, I didn't know where the trader was. I couldn't find him. This is another thing where it's just like, I feel like there should be like a way to get to a builder or a trader or whatever. And this is a- no, this is this drove me nuts because there is a way. I did it one time where like I could see a list of of units that yeah. I had. And then I could never figure out how to get back to it. So the, But there is a way that I'm almost positive. Yeah, so I was trying to build a new city and settle there. And I waited for Andrew to get back because I, I did a few turns. And I didn't see anybody moving in that direction. And I was very confused because it had, everything else had saved. Because I actually remembered exactly where. I was in like mid-turn when I stopped. I knew exactly when I stopped. And it was like a turn after I began the settler. And I was very confused. So for me, like even little things like that, like which Andrew, what happened with that? Because you, you found the settler. Yeah, he was literally standing right next to your city. Yeah, but he didn't move for like th- like for. So I think it was at least two turns that I waited for you. And he didn't, like, not, nothing was moving except for the traitor. And I, I mean, was, I don't know about that because I, I didn't witness that part. No, I know, but I was like, and maybe I just didn't notice it. But the fact that I couldn't find my settler and he wasn't going, I know for a fact that he was not going towards that area. Like, I don't know if he was, like, just stuck there or, like, what. But so for me, it's just like, I didn't even know if I was beginning a forest city. You did something where you got him moving, though. I just selected him. I, I don't get it, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and that's why, like, for me, like, I need some kind of, um, I need something to navigate that. So when you hit, it's like right bumper or something, you get, like, the people and you get, like, the where your ranking is and everything. Yep. I just feel like it's just not very clear with everything else in the game. Where it's just, like, I mean, I don't even know how many wonders I had. Well, you know, there was a tab. So you saw the rankings of where you were in science, where you were in culture, but they had tabs to explain why are you ranked this way in culture. And it actually broke it down for you. But, but does it tell you how many wonders you have? Does it tell you if you have settlers, if I you have so. builders? Like- well, Key said there is a way to pull up like your unit list. Do you know what? I I don't know how, so don't ask <laughs> me, but I, I, I saw it at one point. Like I said, I feel like I can't complain because I didn't finish the tutorial, but it was so bad. It was, I just waited for Andrew to come. I'm like, I've been through the beginning twice. I need you to help me with this game, and you did. But yeah, I just feel like, and th- no, and that's but, when you started. To no, enjoy but my it. complaint is that it would sometimes do it. It would sometimes bring me to the warrior, and sometimes it wouldn't. So that's why sometimes I would think like, oh, my warrior's fine, you know. Well, so. Having not played this game for like what again, fifteen plus years and five generations of it, the graphics obviously have improved. 
But I think one of my favorite things about the improvement in the graphics isn't necessarily the quality, but it's the detail and how you can scroll in and like, and part of it is how you build on different squares and improvements and everything. But it just, it almost feels like much more of a living world than, like you said, you used to build 20, you know, world wonders in one city yeah. and it just looked the same as every other city except it said 28 instead of 20. Yep. So I just, I really appreciated that. And I, I think it's probably pretty obvious that a lot of that has come along the way, but I, I felt like they did a really good job, especially with how many unique wonders there are and how they, like, dynamically change the the layout of the world yeah definitely yeah like because like in previous generations of like civilization the city for the most part it was just like oh it's icon slightly bigger it's a big city but yeah you couldn't really tell what was in that city or what was going on but with this one it is so much nicer to kind of see the land the land's that's just so barren i will say i like the improvements that the builders aren't building roads they just automated it because I forgot about it. Looking at previous civilizations, literally every tile is just roads or railroads. And it's just like, everything's just a kind of a jumbled mess. But this is so much more clean cut and looks more realistic. But um, one thing, I don't know if you noticed. Well, I guess you, you haven't played much of the civilizations. The changes to how city combat is, I greatly, actually, I liked so much more. Because in previous civilizations, you could stack like 20 units on one city and it would take forever to conquer that city. Now the city is consisted of essentially just a defensive wall that you got to essentially break and then it's kind of easy to take over the city. So it makes more sense to kind of be like, oh, I need to build artillery units, siege units, break the wall, then send some troops in and they can conquer the city. To me, it was so much more clean cut. But I, I yeah, graphically, I thought it was really nice. There's not a lot of cinematics, but the cinematics I thought worked very well. And I think they worked very well because of the sound and specifically the voice acting. Did you guys notice the voice actor? Please tell me you did. No. I, I didn't. I didn't uh, hear all of them. Was it the Teddy Roosevelt one? No. Or? Sean Bean voice acted and did the narrations in all this game. He's not as good as Leonard Nimoy, but I thought he did a fantastic job. See. I'm sure he did. Did you not listen to Sorry, it? Please? No. Let's just say something that got her off. No, that's okay, because I want to go back to graphics, but go ahead. No, sorry. No, you go back to graphics. Andrew, well, Andrew didn't even give me I a know, chance I, to transition. I know, I transitioned so, so quick and Liz, Yes, please do talk. <laughs> no, I just want to say, as a newcomer, because I know you guys, I, Keith, you played one, Andrew, you played other. Graphically, I was not impressed, because for me, like, the oh. difference between, like, a mine <laughs> and a quarry was, a, like, a symbol of like of jade or whatever i felt like looking at the tiles i didn't know what the frick was going on and same with like i saw people coming towards like my cities and i didn't know if they were like army if they were scout like, well, i knew it was scouts because it was like one person and like an animal or whatever yeah but it was very unclear like like what the people were around me because they weren't barbarians are they military um, I just felt like it was just very unclear. I went to like a rice field and I was like, so like, this is the first time I went to one and I harvested it. But like, I just felt looking at the map, I was just like, is this like a barrack? I, is it a barracks? Is it a wonder? Is it like, what is it? So for me, like, I just felt like it was very unclear across the board based on tiles. And so for me, like graphically, I can't really praise it. And I mean, I will say that that 
like for instance like the rude guy that that was like being snarky <laughs> with me I could definitely see him rolling his eyes. But do you know what? The guy from Spain who was rolling his eyes at me as well was also having a smiley face. So, I mean, I don't know. I I just think across the board, it, it was unclear. Yeah, I think, well, I, so, well, I guess a couple of things. Because I, I won't argue with you that I, because I think you're right. Even as someone who's played previous games, it's not overly clear what every each like individual icon on the screen is or like hex tile is and how is all these things to it there's so much individual reading to be done for it i would contest it's more gameplay than graphics but either way i agree with you so i don't think it matters um but as far as the animations of the the people or the leaders they're like kind of cartoony for some of them yeah like cleopatra's kind of cartoonish but teddy roosevelt's kind of realish um so like there was that in some ways and i think it's like the more cartoony ones like almost like cleopatra their eyes do a little bit of that uncanny valley thing but i think it's just because they don't move quite right but it's i don't know i i can see what you're saying liz yeah is that they're they're kind of weird but i think it's also because they have like two preset animations and it doesn't matter what they're saying to you they're just going to do that animation whether they're like hey you're we're my best friend or they're like hey i'm going to drop a nuclear bomb on your city <laughs> they're they're just going to make the same animation either way i you brought up a point liz that i i also wanted to uh, praise this game for with the scouts the scouts depending on your civilization yeah you're essentially either it's usually a guy with either dogs or cats but i like this game lets you pet the animals you can actually pet oh, the yeah. dogs or cats of the character I pet them yeah, all the no time. benefit, but, but it was even, cool. even that with the combat. So it would show like so if you're going into combat, like scout versus scout, it would show you like a red bar. And so I was like, does that make me both die? Like even stuff like that I was unclear of. So attackers were Well win. it took me a while. Yeah. Well it took me a while, but it it actually says like at the top of the little pop up box, it gives you a victory level yeah so it would say like major oh. victory minor victory i i didn't realize it myself until i think again like halfway through my gameplay i went oh hey that makes things a lot easier um but but that still kind of goes to your point liz right like if there was something that made that clear if there was part of the tutorial that was like here start this battle look at this battle box here's what you want to pay attention to and it pointed that out to you you and myself would have noticed that yeah but instead it was just it was there and it's helpful but you don't really know i mean i feel like this is how a lot of these civilization management games kind of go it's majority of the time it is trial by fire the tutorial gives you the basics this is how you build this is how you explore this is how you kind of claim land but as far as like the nitty gritty in between, usually with these games, it's 90% of the time trial by fire. And I think that's how civilization is. Like you can clearly see with this, and as Liz is complaining about with the tutorial, you just got to play games, figure things out, and know what you did right. But and what the you did games wrong. are so long, though. They, that so is, for yeah. me, like, it's just like if I'm going to put that much energy into a game and I'm going to lose, like, I, I want to know what's going on. Even to a be quick honest. game, I think, will take about five or six hours. Yeah. Uh, you know what I would say, though, actually? Because I did play one of the scenarios, and maybe it was just happened to be the one that I picked. I would recommend a scenario, because I I think it was the Australian one, and I'm pretty sure it took me less than two hours to complete. Oh. Um, so they're a lot more forgiving of, of time, and 
while some of the units changed and how things work changed a little bit, like my goals, it still, I think, introduced me back a little bit to the game to help me when I jumped into an actual game. So I wouldn't say necessarily, Liz, like, hey, go back and do a scenario now, but I would I would say if you're new to Civilization as a game series, maybe start with one of those. Um, I think in particular I started with the Australian one. Shout out to some of our Australian listeners there. <laughs> I uh, see, like, I don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> I, with I scenarios. That's why I'm like, I just started the game. Dingo's still my baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's an Australian thing. Sure, by the Bobby. <laughs> We just boosted um, our Australian I will listeners. say, like, my brother actually lives in Australia, and his girlfriend is um, Australian. And um, thank you for clarifying. No, no, I was gonna say because, like, you're I mean, saying he's like not Australian. He lives in Australia. Maybe she doesn't either. No, she's she's from <laughs> up, she's Andrew. from Australia. But I think it's so funny that like with like um, shrimp on the bobby and stuff. Like, I I know brothers said that to that uh, to her, and she like she doesn't care. But I mean, who knows who like if they you know. No, that joke's not. But you know what? Like, it's Crocodile Dundee. He's the one that did it. That yeah. character is the one that, that did the, uh, yeah. the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie kind of thing. <laughs> I don't want to say it. I was like, I'm Come not going to say it. For it. Oh, shoot. We almost got a good accent. I know. Oh, so, so close. Do <laughs> you know what? I can't. <laughs> I can't do accents, and I most certainly cannot do an Australian accent. But I it love is so hard. But it's funny because I know someone from Australia, and I can't do it. And I would never try to imitate it, like the elephant. I can't do it. It's just Come not on, gonna let's, happen. Let's, what noise does the elephant make? There's some elephants in this game. <laughs> Are there? Yep. yep. But getting back to Sean Bean. So is Sean Bean the guy from Lord of the Rings? He... Yes. Okay. He so no, the... Boromir. I just Damn, I just saw him mention an article. That's the only reason why I know who you're talking about. But I always think of, is there also a character that I've never seen these movies called Mr. Bean? Yeah. So You've when never I, seen Mr. Bean? No, I've never <laughs> seen it. But whenever someone says Sean Bean, I picture Mr. Bean. No, what <laughs> Sean Bean is so famous for, I think he's like the highest death actor. Yes, yeah. I've heard, every heard that. Single thing that was the article. So he's very famous for that. Uh, do you know what? See, I started watching Game of Thrones and it got too depressing for me within like the first episode. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I can't watch this. I only know him from Lord of the Rings. But yeah, whenever whenever I hear his name, I think of Mr. Bean. And it just throws me off. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. So he talking- is Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like when you're talking about voice actors and stuff, I'm just like, I've never, I, I can picture Mr. Bean's face, but I'm like, how does he talk? <laughs> But yeah, I was I was impressed. Like I I thought as a narrator, he was fantastic in this game. Like I said, not as good as Leonard Nimoy. You know, rest in peace. Loves Leonard Nimoy in uh, Civilization Five. But I think my only sound complaint it's when you start to get into more battles. Yes, the battle noises get to be a lot. Yes. That said, this is a game that you can shut entirely all of the sound and music and everything off and your gameplay is not lost. I do think the music helps. Yeah. It's, it's it's a little bit repetitive after after. I a found while. it relaxing. But I, I liked it. Yeah, like it's if you sit and you play like a good two, three hour session, it's a lot. But it's it's otherwise it's great. I actually really like the music of it, but the sounds can be a bit much because it's just really loud you know, clanging of swords or not even realistic gunfire, just gunfire. But uh, I liked that whenever you did diplomatic uh, 
negotiations with people, they spoke their native language. So you weren't getting... I did like that. That was Yeah, cool. you weren't getting, you know, France speaking English to you. Like, it obviously gave you dialogue. Like, you could read text. But I actually liked that they did native languages for all the nations. And but it sounded good. It was weird to me that sometimes they would actually speak to you in the native language. And sometimes they wouldn't speak at all. And it was just the text. So I didn't, I didn't go to war with anyone. I didn't really, you know, get very far. But I, mean, I just thought... Because say differently. What? Your achievements say different. I well, yeah, you did that, <laughs> but I I don't think it was very consistent with when they were speaking native languages. So for me, it was just it was just weird. So I've I said this before in games where it's just like, if you're gonna have a voice actor, like have it for the game, don't have it for like every other time that they talk. And that's just I think it was I think it was when they just like came and spoke. Yeah. And it was they, like the distinction was there was like either hey you're too close like they they were responding to an action, or basically talking to you versus hey let's make a deal let's trade secrets let's go to war it's there were two distinct screens but it all kind of blended into one so it's again one of those I can see where you're coming from but I think I know where the difference lies like. I think I think there is a distinct difference in them. I guess. Well, you just whatever you just said, Keith, really pissed Liz off because she's broke. No, I it makes me sad because I'm (laughs) I'm a pen person. Like if you find like a good pen that doesn't have like those like ink dots and stuff, and um, I just broke like the little uh, the the you we clip it to like a page. I just broke it on accident. That makes me sad. To describe yourself as a pedophile. Since Andrew's calling me out because I just accidentally broke a pen. I wouldn't purposely break a pen. I love pens. Um, I'm very distracted by your toenails. <laughs> so our daughter like painted uh, Andrew's toenails. And they're just like very... Are you trying to call me out that a daughter painted our tone- my toenails? I'm just saying it distracted you that I broke the pen. I'm just saying like... I'm distracted by You have very face. vibrant toenails. I'm distracted by your face. It's very good looking. <laughs> Uh, but a thing that also is very distracting is the achievements uh the achievements in this game suck uh yeah i do not um, recommend this for achievement hunters there's 1945 gamer score i got 75 i know i i sucked this week that's fine oh did you include the 15 i just got you yes i I did (laughs) well keith is 130 that's yeah and then you're 205 Mr. You know, think that you're better than one of the achievements this week? No, I literally just said the achievements suck. No, I said this week. You're like, oh, 75, 205? Out of 1945, I expected more from you, Andrew. I got five (laughs) achievements out of 97. Keith, you got nine, and Andrew, 12. The achievements to me are very much kind of how like Madden does the achievements. They're super specific. You have to be on this continent. Drop a nuclear bomb while you have 12 observation balloons. Like, it's like, like what? Like, it's these crazy, like, like it was, I thought it was one thing where it's like, oh, I start a nuclear war, drop a nuclear bomb. No, it, they're very specific. You know, build a specific wonder between four luxury resources. Like, every single one is very much like, you have to really be focusing on it in order to do it. That being said, though, I do love the name of the achievements. Uh, <laughs> Um, Keith, couple mighty, handful of Mighty Python references in this game. Did you pick them up? I know you're a big fan of quoting them. 
I mean, I didn't notice them, but it it wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, Sean Bean reading the quote from Mighty Python of, uh, I don't think it's a good basis of a government form for a watery tart to be throwing magical swords at people. Nice. Yeah, that I, I didn't know. I that was that. one of the yeah quotes Sean Bean was reading. I thought that was pretty funny. It's when you discovered, I think it was um, feudalism. Uh, and then there's the achievement. Well, it's Mighty Python for the show, but it's uh, you would never expect dot dot dot, and it's be the uh, activate a Spanish Inquisition. Okay. Do you not know that Mighty Python Mighty Python reference? What was it? Wait, what? you never uh, you never expect a Spanish Inquisition. No, is that like history of the world? Yeah, it's well, it's from the TV show. Only, so, uh, Flying Circus. I only ever, I honestly only knew uh, Quest for the Holy. But Grail. still, like, there's so many memes of you never expect the Spanish Inquisition. I've seen so many memes of it. I believe you. Oh, jeez, I'm disappointed in you, Keith. Uh, but uh, another one I liked was uh, flight uh, flight slingulator, and you have to transport a sling. Uh, sling you did like across the country, which I thought was kind of funny. So some of the names are really funny and kind of cheeky, but to do the achievements, God, they're just, they're work. And so I don't recommend it for achievement hunters unless you are really into trying to do really specific stuff. Well, and there's also a ton of them that are, I don't want to say behind a paywall, but behind DLC. Well, but it, I guess there's still the base Every game kind of has a DLC. No, I guess, but I just, in general, yeah. But uh, yeah, so let's uh, wrap it up here. Let's get into our final thoughts. Uh, Keith, why don't you start? Because I did it last time. So if, if I'm going to kick this off, I'm going to kick it off good. I think the thing about Civilization Six in particular, it's hard. Because I don't think Civilization Six is built for someone who is new to Civilization. It's the sixth game in a generation for a reason. Because people who love it, love it. And I just... It's not Halo. It's not a first-person shooter that can go through five, six generations of a game and really kind of hang tight and build new audiences as they go. This is a hyper-specific game. And so I I kind of said it at the beginning, and I'm saying it again now. I think if I didn't have such deep-rooted nostalgia in Civilization Two and hours and hours of going through the scenarios and you know playing as dinosaurs and all of these different things that I just came to love about what the gameplay is I probably would have been miserable this week I it, I cuz I we played games like this or we've talked about them at least I think Stellaris uh, yeah uh, I was going to say that in my review you've... I don't think Civilization's any longer my favorite civilization management game yeah, you've you've compared Stellaris to this, and I tried that game, and I kind of just went, eh, I don't oh, know, it's freaking not the same. Stellaris. And and it probably is a better version. So that's where I think that a lot of my love for this is probably built into nostalgia. But that said, it's fantastic. It's so much fun. It's I think you you have to really want to to dive in and learn it, but it can be a little daunting. You can really dive in and you can embrace this game and it can be a lot, but you can kind of touch on the surface and skim by and still have fun like I did, I think, personally. Um, but I don't know. It's it's so weird because I, I think it's such a nostalgia thing. I can't think of a single thing about my time playing this game or anything that I didn't like. No, I'm not going to give it 100, but I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with a 91. All right. 
Yeah. I'm going to add in. Well, no, no. I'm going to add on a three quarters just because. Oh, my God. We're not going to acknowledge those three quarters. Well, I said them, so they, they exist. And whether, whether you put them on there or not. Uh, so for me, like I said, I have, I have a long-standing history with Civilization. Uh, so just playing the sixth one, if you have obviously experienced Civilization games, I think you can jump into this and learn majority of it. Like I said, the biggest changes were with traders and builders. Once you kind of figure those things out, it's it's pretty easy. Um, as Liz, I'm sure we'll get into it. I think this game is a little difficult for newcomers, but this is kind of how the game rolls. It's kind of a trial by fire. You just keep playing it and you'll figure things out. And it's, it is a ton of fun and it is a massive time sink. This game is one of those games where you just say one more turn, one more turn, one more turn. And then it's like three hours later, it'll just burn through your time. Also too, once again, I forgot to mention this game is fantastic for X cloud. This is probably uh-huh. the best X cloud game. Um, we forgot to also mention, gosh, I saw in the Microsoft store, a lot of people were complaining about crashes. I experienced one crash. I think I did 12 hours and I got one crash. But you can adjust how often the game autosaves. I have it to every time a turn ends, it autosaves. So this is also why it's so good for an Xcloud game. Because you just do a turn, boom. So you can instantly stop anytime and just pick up right where you were. So highly recommend this game for Xcloud if you've never experienced it. Um, but yeah, it, it is a lot of fun. I enjoyed Sean being narrating. Uh, some of the, his narrations got a little repetitive, but they usually have him say different quotes for every single technology. So even though you re- research pottery in different games, he may give you a different quote. So it at least kind of keeps things, things slightly fresh. Um, but for me, yeah, this is a good 88. You know, I... I there's still some moments where I felt like I was just kind of sitting watching the screen. I would get a little bored, but overall though, civilization still holds up really well. I like, as Keith was just saying, I don't know if this is my favorite civilization management game anymore. I think I might have to give it to Solaris. We've been tempted to do an episode on that. I wasn't sure how Keith and Liz would like it. I thought they would hate the game because it'd be so difficult. And since Liz couldn't quite get civilization, I highly doubt she'd get Solaris. Thanks but. for that. You're just not smart enough, Liv. Sorry. It's, 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 okay. They simplified it. I was just translating for they you. They did I was just, I was simplify just the game. Speak, that's all. But it is a heavy game. But anyway, maybe we'll do an episode of that. Well, before I get into my score, I just want to point out the fact that, I mean, a game should start with written things about like, oh, this yeah. is this thing. This is this thing. So for me, I don't think that it's, you know, I'm necessarily stupid as Andrew <laughs> would insinuate. I think that I it was. I know Andrew's so Yeah, good. he is. Thank you, Keith. It's just very poorly done. The tutorial in general is very poorly done okay. for anyone who is not um, well-knowledged in the civilization world. For me, going into it, as someone who hasn't played these games, I'm going to give it a 75. And I really didn't know what to give it. I can see how people would spend hours and hours and hours. But for me, like, I I don't like someone being rude to me. I don't like a tutorial that doesn't make sense. I, I just... Like you looked at me when you said it too. I don't like someone being rude to me. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Because for me, I think, like, the game that you had mentioned, it's, like, the only one, right? Um... Eh. The the first of its oh Solaris yeah yeah it's, yes. it's brand new yeah, yeah. that's so what you're Solaris saying. Okay. yeah yes. am I, I'm a, is there a tutorial no no 
Not that I remember. No, I, do you know what? I think it would be still clearer than this game, to be honest. <laughs> um, so for me, it gave me a 75 because I didn't want to play it. I ended up eventually understanding it because Andrew helped me. But I just, for me, it just, it, it just, I didn't want to play it. And same with like Age of Empires. Oh, no, Age of Empires. At least have the nostalgia for. I feel like that's kind of like the thing where, even if I had the nostalgia for it, like I wouldn't want to play it. And it's weird because I, I like management games, I like builder games, but for some reason, Age of Empires in this game, I didn't, I didn't really care for. Wait, what did I give Age of Empires? Age of Empires, I gave uh, an eighty-one, and I do think I like that more than this game. So that that I think I think that's pretty accurate. Looking at Metacritic. Um, <laughs> 86 and 6.5. You mentioned a lot of crashing. I didn't experience that, which is very weird for me. Yeah. Did you, Keith? No. And also... There is... No, I don't think so. I was going to say maybe maybe one time it locked up, but I can't think of it. And I do like that someone mentioned that the tutorial is, uh, as I would say, they didn't say this, but hot garbage. So for me, like... I was going to say hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, so I felt a little vindicated. Like, there was like, you know what? I'm not the only one. So, yeah, um, I I mean, 6.5 isn't great. I think it's very, like, weird, though. Like, 86 and 6.5 is very different. I always like looking at the critics versus the people, you know? <laughs> Was the, is the critics 86? 86, yeah. That makes more sense. Like... Civilization is one of those things, again, it's it's Civilization 6. It's almost so niche at this point that I feel like most reviewers are going to be, like, snotty about it. Like, oh, it's just another perfect Civilization game, <laughs> which is kind of like me. But I just it's one of those things that they're just going to, like, love on it because it, cause Do it is. Do they have a monocle when they say it? Always. They always have a monocle when they say it. I don't like being um, the negative Nancy. I prefer it when Keith is the negative Nancy. Very no. rare occasions, Andrew doesn't like a game. But I just... I mean, is there a new Plague Tale coming out? <laughs> when is Plague Tale COVID-19 hit? Because I'll hate that. Yeah, is there a new soccer star coming out? Hopefully not, because the game is awful. <laughs> I hope there's no soccer story to okay. <laughs> It would be called, like, Soccer Story Second... Period. Yeah, because they don't do quarters. <laughs> I had to think that for a second. second half. Oh, that's right. They only do halves. Even I was like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry to every listener who's not American I know. for Andrew. Ouch. If, if, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even watch it, but... Um... Yeah. I used to play soccer as younger, and I don't even remember that. I, I, okay, let's not call what we did playing soccer. <laughs> we we showed up on Saturday morning, Saturday and morning we played soccer. like a 45-minute game. Hey, I got trophies to show that I was not that bad. I Do you still have your trophies? Because I kind of wish I had mine, because I want to display them in my house now. I don't know. This is my... This is my third place Saturday morning recreational soccer. I definitely had some. Now I'm trying to think about it. Christian school. <laughs> I will say, so I actually do root for a soccer team, and um, Ooh, it's because team. it's because of the I guess anthem. Um, <laughs> what? I don't or what, whatever song okay. it is that they. I I do I don't want to say song? I don't want to say. Um, do they sing fight song? No. But I do, I do root for a soccer team specifically for that reason. 
Um, Can you sing us a, a little clip? No, nope, that's all right. No. Nope. What? What? Give us a give us a little example of that jig. Come on. Of that tune. <laughs> jig. Just hum it Come for on, us, Liz. No, do not play it on your phone. No. No, I'm not doing it. Oh, you're pulling up the lyrics. Here we go. I only want to hear the lyrics if you sing them. American Idol. It's the only way. You're not playing. If you're playing audio, I'm cutting it. I will just say. It's West Ham. Do you guys know? I. I, Nobody look it up. Even if you know it, don't look it up. Because of it. So I. I will say. So I don't even know when. like the song came out i know it's super old like super old um but my mom used to sing it for me when i was little and so i always your mom sang you a soccer fight no it's no it's not a fight song i don't where are you coming up with fight like um i i think it's the kind of like their anthem fight song no i mean it's not it's definitely not a fight song i don't i don't know i don't i don't i don't watch it so i don't even watch the world cup Mostly because the U.S. usually sucks, unless it's women's. In which case, I, may, I, I follow along to, to hope they win, but I also still just, it's not a sport I watch, yeah. so I just don't watch it. Still. So, have you guys ever heard, I don't know what it's called, but I think it's something like, I'm forever blowing bubbles. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I mean. It's not a fight song. I'm forever blowing bubbles. What? You guys ever heard that? <laughs> Well, anyways, that's why. So they get ready. I'm pro West Ham. But <laughs> because of the so theme song. they get all jazzed up to play soccer by, bubbles. by singing about bubbles. No, they don't. I mean, I'm sure they don't sing at the games, but it is associated with West Ham. Okay. Am I making this up? <laughs> Probably. I mean, no. like, I mean, like all the Boston teams have dirty water or Flogging Molly. It's like about Boston. Or Flag and Molly. I always think of Sweet Caroline Should with Boston. Boston. Sweet. Sweet Caroline is kind of like a weird, it's been co-opted by like all sports teams at this point. It's kind of weird. It's still, it is a Boston thing. It's not a Boston thing. But no it's one, no, like, they're not, but, but, no, they played at a lot of sports places. But like, they're not playing dirty water out in LA. I mean, the water might be dirty. I don't know. But <laughs> And it would be really messed up if they were playing it in, like, Detroit. Like, and that's not even a – I mean, it's kind of a joke, this but point, it's not because Ohio. that's an actual serious problem. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it, I feel like we should just skip outros at this point. This is this is a long <laughs> – I know. We haven't even got actually to outros. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We should just say goodbye. I don't know. Uh, Follow no, us. No, You're no, listening to us somewhere. No, because I got – Keep doing that. I got things Follow to say. There. An outro here now, Keith. Uh, a big important thing. Sorry, uh, Spotify. Keith. I just noticed had an update. Wait, did he disappear? Oh no, he's here. Uh, <laughs> I the majority of our listeners are Spotify listeners. Uh, you may have noticed you can now select our episodes, and there usually is a question, usually on the episodes, and you can write a response. So much easier to interact with us. Easier for us to interact with you. So hopefully, we'll start having some really stupid polls. Uh, this week's poll will probably be uh, should Liz sing the uh, song for everyone. I don't want to hurt people's ears. <laughs> that, that that would just be rude to the people listening, Andrew. And they, like it would be really awful if everyone just kept writing on every episode. When will Liz <laughs> sing the West Ham fight song about bubbles? Or, or do an elephant noise? It would be, or do an elephant noise. One of the two things. It would just be, 
we would hate it if people kept asking that question. Do you know what? We'll see if people hate me or not. If people write that, like, all oh, this should do it, then it's just like, oh, like, the majority no, of people I, listening to us Liz, don't I'm, like me. I'm with you. I would hate it, too. It would be awful <laughs> if people kept asking that question. So please, don't do If you it. hate me, then then put it. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's find out. Uh, but, yeah, please follow us on... All the things, Facebook, GBGBPod, Twitter, GBGBPod. Email us at GameBasketGrabBank at GBL.com. I've been your hardcore gamer, Sanders. You can find me next week at Firebird0952. This is going to be fairly consistent because I mentioned it somewhat recently, but I'm going to try to push it again, our Discord. Um, I, I don't know it, so just if you want it, I don't know, message us on one of the things that Andrew was talking about. I think it's actually on our link tree, which Andrew didn't mention, which is probably another thing he's going to say now. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> There's that, but yeah, if you're if you we it's like us and Javier from Nerd Talk Plus, because um, they have actually like a, a huge crazy Discord, so that's cool. If you're in if you if you're like really into Discord, I don't know, we could probably get you on theirs too. Um, <laughs> we have the connection. So yeah, that's it. That's it, and we'll get you in on a cool Discord. We know we know people. <laughs> I like you're pushing our Discord, and you're but you're pushing it by saying we'll get you on someone else's Discord. <laughs> But also join ours to help us make ours a cool one too. That's what, like we want to make ours cool. That's why Javier joined ours, and but theirs is theirs is a good example of what we want ours to be, or something. So I don't know. This episode is so long. Let's end this misery. Oh dear, this is this is sad. I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob Noob Busy W, and I'm on Instagram. Same thing with the noob. All right, everyone. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.